You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. I'm Deborah King, one of the elder care coordinators. Today, we are talking about physical therapy. We all know that movement is good for you at any age, but who is a good candidate for physical therapy? And what do you do when insurance will no longer pay for therapy in a nursing home or home health at home? Today, we are speaking with Jackie Becker, a physical therapist and owner of B Mobile, and that's B-E-E Mobile. And welcome, Jackie. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, we're glad you can be here. Let's start out by talking about who would be a good candidate for your services. Um, So really anyone that has any kind of pain um, or difficulty with, you know, shoulder pain, back pain, knee pain, all of the above. And then anyone that just has dysfunction, um, inability to get out of bed, inability to get out of the chair, having difficulty walking, um, any kind of movement disorder that they're having trouble with, um, physical therapy can help with. So tell me about the premise behind your your business and um, being able to see patients outside of insurance in nursing homes at home. Tell me a little bit more about what you do and how it works. Sure. So um, kind of a little background of... um, just how therapy itself works. People usually, if they end up in the hospital or if they are in a nursing home, they get, um, or sorry, assisted living, they'll get home health and home health is covered under Medicare part a, and, um, they will get home health for a certain amount of time until it's no longer medically necessary. So then at that point, a lot of times they either just stop getting therapy or if they have the ability, they can go to an outpatient clinic and an outpatient clinic will um, be covered under med B services if they do have their med B coverage. Um, So what I do, because a lot of people still can't get to a clinic or don't want to go to a clinic or just, it's so much work to go to a doctor's appointment that going twice a week somewhere else is just seems daunting. Um, I'll do their part B Medicare physical therapy in their home. And so I just bring the clinic to them and I can continue their physical therapy um, in their home um, kind of seamlessly. Oh, neat. So you have all the equipment and things that you need and you can see these people as long as they feel they need your services or you feel like their services are necessary. Yeah, exactly. So when I come, I can bring, I bring my big table, uh, it's like a portable massage table. And I bring that with all kinds of manual tools. Um, I have a little bike ergometer, I have weights, I have kind of all the things that we might need. Um, uh-huh. and, and again, just like home, home health, uh, outpatient physical therapy is just based on medical necessity. So Medicare will pay as long as it's 
medically necessary, whether, and that just means someone has to be making progress and they have to have the need for me to keep coming, to have skilled care. Because oftentimes our goal is to get them better, get them moving better, feeling better. And then we want to discharge them to doing it on their own, a home exercise program independently or with their caregivers or however that may look. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Um, so do you offer programs for people with a particular diagnosis, such as Parkinson's disease or a stroke? Yeah, so I um, specialize in patients with Parkinson's. I took a course um, a few years back, and every two years we have to do kind of continuing education for that course. It's called um, LSVT Big, and it, the concept basically is getting um, Parkin patients with Parkinson's to move bigger. So oftentimes their their motor is kind of graded and it's downplayed, and so we try to get them to move bigger. Um, so I'll focus a lot on patients with Parkinson's disease. Um, otherwise, I mean, any diagnosis, I have had patients with stroke, um, amputation, um, pain dysfunction, anything across the board I can treat. Okay. Okay. Just what about um, in the aging population? We see a lot of people with just balance issues. They're having falls or they're having difficulty getting from point A to point B. Yeah. So that's kind of our bread and butter is balance. Um, and everyone uh, could benefit from balance education, balance practice. Um, so we'll incorporate that into anything. Um, oftentimes I'll see patient post fall, uh, with shoulder fracture, hip fractures, those kinds of things, but uh -huh. one that just all of a sudden has decreased mobility and decreased balance and just fear. Uh, fear is kind of the number one factor of people falling. So we want to Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. Yeah. I mean, most people's complaint is, well, I'm scared to do that. Well, the minute you're scared to do it means you'll stop doing it. And the minute you stop doing it means you won't be able to do it. So we want to improve their balance, challenge their balance, and give them the confidence to kind of start doing those things again so that they know that they can do them. Okay. Okay. Um, so you work um, in facilities, uh, nursing homes and assisted livings and also people's homes. And you said that typically Medicare Part B would cover your services. Um, are you covered by other insurances um, such as an employer-based insurance or a Medicare Advantage plan? Do you have contracts with those programs? So I personally just take uh, traditional Medicare and I also take TRICARE. Um, okay. but other than that, no, I, they, I don't take any of the advantage plans. A lot of it, I'm a one woman show. So a lot of it gets a little too complex and complicated and there's a lot of hoops to jump through to accept uh -huh. those insurances. So I've kind of kept it to just, uh, traditional Medicare and TRICARE. Um, what I do can do for people is they can pay cash and then they can submit a bill to their insurance. Now, Medicare advantage can't do that, but um, anyone under 65 with just an employee-based um, insurance can submit what we call a super bill. And so then the insurance company would directly reimburse them for my services after they've paid a cash rate. Okay. So you discuss all of that up front when you come and do, do you do an initial evaluation 
Yes. And I would usually discuss all of that prior to that initial evaluation. I don't want any kind of shock and and awe when you get to that. (laughs) I want them to just be able to focus on getting better. So any kind of insurance and and cash pay basis would be uh, worked out long before your eval. Okay. One question we often have is, um, do you have to have any special certification or requirements to go into these skilled nursing units or nursing homes or assisted livings in order to provide your licensed services? Um, No. Oftentimes, it just depends on the facility. Um, Skilled nursing usually has physical therapists there um, Uh and often have, you know, all the needs because, uh, patients generally in skilled nursing are going to be discharged eventually to an assisted living or back home. Um, and then for assisted livings, it just depends on the facility and the fact that some have their own outpatient clinic already. So they'll transition their clients from home health to outpatient. Um, but no, it all just depends on, you know, if the patient wants my services, then the doctor can send me a prescription and I can head right into that facility. There's no real restrictions as far as that. I mean, um, uh, we're professionally licensed and that's our restriction, right? We have to do continuing education to keep up our uh, professional license and that's about it. Okay. So you do need a doctor's prescriptions for your services? So that's also um, dependent on insurance. So in Tennessee, uh, specifically, every state is different. Um, we can see patients for 90 days without a prescription. Now, um, that's for mainly everyone under 65. Medicare uh, requires that a physician is involved. So oftentimes we get a prescription so that the physician knows their patient is going to therapy or receiving therapy, and then the physician has to also sign off on our paperwork. Um, And that's just a Medicare rule. Now, if you don't have Medicare, if you're younger than 65 and just have a commercial insurance, each insurance is different. So if they don't require a prescription, then you can be seen by a therapist without a doctor, um, a physician's approval for 90 days in Tennessee. Oh, okay. That's good to know. So... If I've already been through therapy, say I've been through the skilled unit and now they've discharged me to assisted living and I'm recovering from, um, oh, let's make it fun, like a knee replacement. Um, (laughs) Why would I need more therapy if they've already discharged me? So a lot of times um, home health job is, well, if you're in rehab, they're all different, right? So if you go from the hospital after a total knee, you go to rehab for a few weeks, their job is to make it so that you can return home safely, um, whether that's with or without assistance. And then once you're home, um, home health's job is to come in and make sure that you are safe in your own home. Um, so they'll initiate more of your therapy. Um, but then outpatient therapy, again, just gets you over that hump to kind of get you back to doing everything you want to do. Um, oh, whether okay. that's, you know, you used to walk four miles and you want to be able to do that again. You want to be able to ride your bike, all kinds of different kind of more higher level activities um, versus what home health would, would bring and offer. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And I'm, I'm getting it that you're, you're like a, an outpatient therapy center that comes to you instead of you going to the outpatient center. Yes, exactly right. And it actually helps. So it just gives people more opportunity to have more therapy, right? So if they have Uh health first, 
Um, you can kind of exhaust your, your medical necessity with home health. And then you still have this opportunity. If you feel like, well, I could just do a little bit more. Um, you have this opportunity to get outpatient therapy. I just happen to come to you instead of you going to them. And especially this time of year where the weather is kind of dicey or for someone that may not have the transportation back and forth, that can be a benefit for them is that you're coming to them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some people rely on, you know, sons or daughters who may be working, whether it's working from home or working out of the home all day. And so getting home and getting them to a clinic at five o'clock yeah. is not something they're, they're up for. So yes, I can come to them and it makes life a lot easier. And I've even had people that just, you know, they don't want to leave. They don't want to do therapy in front of eight other people in a clinic or, you yeah. know, sometimes a little private. So coming to them, they can have more of that candid conversation about what's going on, what issues they may have. Cause now, you know, you're not in front of maybe four other people in a clinic. Okay. Okay. So about how long is your average treatments? Then do you see them a couple times a week or once a week or does it depend? Yeah. So it all depends. Um, each session is an hour generally, um, depending on tolerance. I mean, some people can't tolerate an hour, so we'll do it less, but most of the time it's an hour. And then um, as far as kind of a plan of care, it just depends on uh, the patient. So some people are uh, pretty low level, they need more time. So we'll see them three times a week, someone that's a higher level that just wants, you know, I want to do this on my own, just come every week and give me something new, then I might see them once a week. Um, and we kind of tailor it to the person. Okay. And so there's homework involved. And do you have all the, the special stuff, the, the TENS units and the ice packs and things like that? Uh, there's definitely homework involved. A lot of the times the homework is just exercises um, and simple exercises that they can do on their own, either in bed, sitting in a chair, or if they're uh, safe enough doing standing exercises. Um, and I don't, you know, TENS units are uh, not really in my re repertoire just because I don't think they do a whole lot. Um, uh unit you can pick up for 30 bucks online if you think it helps I can teach you how to use it and you can use it kind of consistently consistently on your own um, oftentimes I find that that's just kind of wasting our time together I want to be able to get my hands on the person do my manual work show them different exercises get them moving versus here sit on this tens unit for 10 minutes and then we'll do something uh, I see. That makes sense. That makes sense. But you'll do the education if they need it. Exactly. Absolutely. So if they have a unit that they want to be taught how to use, I'm more than happy to show them when, how, how long, and um, what to do with it. I imagine there's some family or caregiver training involved if they there's someone else in the home or in the area that needs to learn how to help them properly or make sure they're doing their exercises. Yes, definitely. So it just depends on how independent that person is. Um, caregiver involvement is, is always, always a key. Um, if there's someone that can just encourage them to do their exercises, help them with their exercises, um, help them get set up on a TENS unit, if that's something they want to do. Um, and then just education. Uh, oftentimes, I mean, anybody that I may be dealing with in the Medicare realm might have signs of dementia or um, memory loss. So I want also caregivers to be involved so that all the education I'm giving, I can give to both parties and they can kind of make sure that they're doing everything that they need to be doing. 
That sounds great. That sounds great. So, um, briefly, how do people get in touch with you? Be mobile. <laughs> so they can contact me through my website at www.bemobilept.com. Um, I also um, respond to email or fax. It's bemobile, B-E-E, uh, mobilept at gmail.com. Um, sorry, not fax, phone number. Uh, my phone number is 760-410-8485. And just um, caveat, I moved here from California. So that's not obviously a Tennessee area code, but uh, <laughs> it's my cell phone number. So they're, they're free to contact me that way as well. And I, I guess I didn't ask earlier, what areas do you cover? So I live in Sumner County, so happy to cover any and all of Sumner County, but I also work um, down in Wilson County, so I'll cover areas of like Mount Julia and Lebanon, that kind of area as well, um, out to Hermitage, all those areas. Okay, okay. That's good to know. Well, we sure do appreciate your sharing your information with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. That's going to be it for today's episode. We thank you for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 